So before we get into the fancy stuff, we're going to do prattle stations, and we're going to do a little roundup of all the things everybody's excited about this week. Starting with Jason, prattle on. Um, it's I, I, I want to prattle, prattle about something that I'm less excited about. Um, on the fantasy theme, uh, I want to talk briefly about the Watch TV series that is coming soon. I don't know precisely when. Um, an adaptation of Terry Pratchett's uh, Watch Tales set in the Discworld in the city of Ankh-Morpork. Um, it kind of, it's it's not really doing itself any favours, shall we say. Um, it's actually cast uh, Richard Dormer as uh, Sam Vimes, which is cool. Uh, I can I can get behind that. He looks the part. Um, Who's see What's else, he been in? Um, in uh, Game of Thrones as... Um, uh, ah, um, guy with the eye patch and the silky voice. Um, one of the Brotherhood Without Banners. What's his name? Oh, Beric. He was Beric, Beric Dundarian. Dundarian. Oh, yeah, that's it. Beric yeah, Dundarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Richard Dormer, who played Beric Dundarian, is in it, and uh, Sam Vimes. That looks quite cool. But the rest of it, uh, they've they've taken a few liberties. Um, first, well, it's not that... it's not sent in a fancy world, is it? They've kind of kind of steampunked it a little bit instead of making it fancy but um well one of the things that pissed me off a little bit this week was um the guy who the showrunner for it i can't even remember his name but the showrunner for it did a big um thank you to uh, to everyone involved in the making of the show because i think they've just sort of wrapped production on it and uh singularly failed in any of that to thank terry pratchett the Fuck man him, who then. wrote it. Um, he also lists himself on Twitter as the creator of the watch, thereby kind of removing Pratchett from the uh, uh, from the picture altogether. And uh, to me, the worst thing is the fact that um, they have uh, they've got the character of uh, of Lady Sybil Ramkin. Uh, however, she is played by a young, slim, sexy woman, rather than a Big buxom lady, which is, which is, is Lady Sybil. That, that is be, Lady yeah. Sybil. That's exactly who she is. So yeah, they've basically, um, uh, yeah, they've just seemed to have skinnied her down to make her young and sexy, and um, that's shit. And so, who's producing this uh, this version? Uh, but which channel? Which channel's airing it? Which, which uh, channel's airing it? That's uh, that's a good point, so that we can avoid it. I think. Because I, I just think in previous ones have been done by, um, I think Sky TV did several, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did, yeah. And some, some of which I quite liked. The Hogfather, particularly, good, I thought yeah. was pretty well done. Yeah. Um, BBC America is producing it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I know that, you know, if you're into, um, if you're into other podcasts, there is actually a, um, uh, a podcast out there called The Truth Shall Make Ye Fret, uh, which is all about um, Discworld. And I know for a fact that they are going to absolutely tear down the casting of Lady Sybil um, in an upcoming episode. So uh, they listen to us because we're more amusing. We're, we're more amusing. <laughs> um, they're more factual um, and can probably say more about it because they're ladies. They're ladies, don't you know? Yeah. Anyway, my rant over. Very nice. Um, yeah. uh, any any other prattles that we've got? Uh, I, th I think we, we wanted to just 
uh, mentioned the, the Mandalorian season two trailer. That looked that was quite an exciting. That was an exciting oh. drop, wasn't oh. it, nerds? Oh, oh yeah. it was. Oh, oh, I've watched it like six times, and every time I've watched it, I've sniggered like a child on Christmas morning when the child pulls the little hatch down <laughs> on the stroller. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, I'm, cool. I, yes, I'm, I'm very excited for the next season of The Mandalorian. I'm really hoping that it's going to, uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that it's going to delve into the wider world of the Star Wars stuff that we love and that we talk about a lot, namely uh, sort of uh, making it a, a firmer, a firmer contiguation or, or, or more bringing it in line with the continuity of shows like Rebels, which uh, which is what it seems to be doing with the with the news that they're going to have Ahsoka Tano in it. So I'm very excited about that. I did I did find out something else this morning. I was looking at if anyone else out there has played uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two on PC or Xbox PS4. Uh, the storyline in that you play a rebel. Uh, you, sorry, you play an Imperial agent. Um, who then turns to the becomes a rebel. And it's a really good storyline considering Battlefront 2 is a bit of a pile of shit multiplayer wise. It's played by an actress called Janina Gavankar, and she is rumoured that she might make an appearance in the Mandalorian season two as Eden Versio, who is who who is her character in the in the game. So that could be quite cool. Oh. That's quite cool. Nice. Um I I know that there's a lot of um a lot of talk around uh, whether uh what's what's it to Tamara Robin Morrison, sorry, um, the guy who played Django Fett. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name, anyway. Uh, he obviously is rumored to play Boba Fett. I just wonder how nice it would be if he played Rex. That uh, that would be amazing, and it would work time. It would work age wise, I guess, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the only thing is, well, he was on Return of the Jedi, so in the film. The character, yes, yes, around yeah. uh, right. round the side of the uh, the, the yeah. entrance to the the thing. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Sorry, what? You know, right? Return of the Jedi when they have to take capture the shield generator, and they yeah. there's a scene where Han Solo taps the scout trooper on the shield and runs around, and then they capture that guy. Yeah. The yeah, person yeah. who wears the scout armor when they then get recaptured by the Imperials, and you see him standing there with that helmet, is an old guy, big white beard, and that has been introduced canonically that that is Rex. Oh, uh, really? Wow. If, you, if you go. If you if you go back and have a look look at him it, like yeah. it, the, the the actor play they got playing him or the extra or whoever he was yeah. Yeah, really cool. looks like Rex from Star Wars Rebels. Oh, wow, yeah, that is yeah. Cool. that's quite uh, cool. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's it's really pretty cool. amazing. Uh, um, anyway, we're supposed yeah, to be talking about fantasy. Yeah, I know good. we're prattling. I yeah. I, I, I want to give an honourable mention to also to how excited I am that Katie Sackhoff is going to be playing uh, Bo Katan, the Mandalorian character that she voiced. In uh, in Clone Wars, which is okay. super exciting because yeah. she could, she she's actually physically uh, lo looks right and is a capable action actor. So uh, I think that's going to be good too. And and does the voice in um, Rebels anyway? So that's quite cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, any more prattles? Um, I've got a tiny prattle. Is it? Can, can you hear me now? Anyone? Yeah. Yes, we can hear you. Yeah, I found a, another laptop. Um, well done. My uh, my prattle station is just about a quick announcement about um, PS5 uh, launch date was released uh, or mentioned this week. So uh, I don't know about you two. Daisy might be excited about that. I don't know. How do you? How do you I'm. Daisy? I'm a bit up in the air because they've got a. 
console that is $500, which has a CD drive, or you can buy the digital only computer, which doesn't have That's a CD right. drive for $400. And I'm like, right. So, um, so it's launching in the UK uh, on the 19th of November, and the one, the big one that you mentioned, is going to be £449, and that's like the sort of money. standard, but the flagship one. And then they have got for £360, you can get the digital version, which, as Daisy says, doesn't have a disc drive, so it does um, lock you out of the second-hand market effectively. Um, and um, put those up against uh, the Xbox Series X, I think, is what they're calling it now, aren't they? that series of consoles that is out on the 10th of November. The flagship one of those is the same as the PlayStation 5, which is £449, but they are releasing an Xbox Series S uh, for £250, which is a significant undercutting of um, Sony's offering. So that's quite interesting. Uh, and the Series S is basically for people who want a next generation console, but um, can't really be bothered with, you know, upgrading to a 4K television and that kind of thing. So you will get, um, sort of next-gen games, but not quite running at, um, you know, blistering speeds of, of the top one. So that's quite in, quite interesting for nerds. Um, does anyone know who won the console war this generation, like in terms of sales? I have a couple of questions. Um, yeah. So a, a PS5, yeah. that's, a, that, that's what they call a, a console, and you play games on it? Is this that is right? correct, yes. Can I right. can I just ask? Okay. Um, yeah. Can I can I still see PS Five if I haven't seen PS Four? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, as, as long as you hashtag as long as you avoid um, PS Three, which is which is terrible. Um, no, you, you can you can see PS Five if you've seen if you haven't seen PS Four. Um, and P PS Four sold 111 million units in the last sort of eight eight-ish years um, and it came out on top compare that to Xbox sold 51 million and the Switch sold 58 million so there's some nerd stats for you yeah uh, do you know, you know the best the best thing about it all really is the fact that I um, I still can't afford any of them <laughs> no that's right well I did actually say because, I was complaining you know, to Fran uh, um, I did was complaining about the price at 449 for these new consoles not that I ever I rarely jump in on these, especially during the first few years of release. Um, but I said, well, I paid 299 for a PS2 in 2000. Um, and I thought that was a lot. But if you actually look at inflation, 299 actually works out about right. So they are comparatively the same price as they always were, which is, I thought was, was interesting. Um, but I find lots of things interesting, which you don't. Um, and so just to wrap this up, um, get a we, bit more we know, Rich, we, um, we, we're living it. <laughs> the uh, Nintendo 3DS has been discontinued this week after nine and a half years. So that doesn't mean probably that much to, to us lot. But if you're one of our younger listeners, then that may have been your your handheld uh, go-to console over the last 10 years. My kids had um, one. For stuff like Monster Hunter and Mario Kart and uh, Pokemon, all the versions of Pokemon. Can so I being discontinued? Yeah. Can I just make a suggestion? Um, this section of Prattle Stations is turning into rambling diatribe. Should we yeah, actually start the podcast? Okay. And one more, <laughs> I'll, I'll get one more in that Daisy might back me up on is that there was um, Mass Effect trilogy uh, is I've heard of that. going to be remastered, um, and there was a Portuguese retailer that accidentally listed it before um, before it should have been announced. So. There's a, a remaster apparently coming out on, I think, all of the current-gen consoles, including Switch. And the only reason I mention that is because 
personally, I think Mass Effect is a piece of science fiction that lots of science fiction fans have missed out on because they are not gamers. And the Switch is uh, is much more of a um, casual, this might start arguments, but it's much more of a casual console. And it's more likely to be in, in more households. So um, it is an opportunity perhaps for people with a Switch to experience the Mass Effect trilogy. So um, do Google that if you um, fancy a look at some really good... Uh, non-fantasy non-fantasy nothing to do with this episode by <laughs> rpg computer games again not very much to do with the podcast at all i've been fabulous good night <laughs> well done wake me up when september ends i think that's the uh, longest um that's the longest again. that rich has spoken on this podcast without needing to go for a packet of crisps <laughs> Because <laughs> he's just melted the crisps into his cup of tea. <laughs> okay. Some truth nuggets for That's you. enough prattle stations. Um, yeah. I'm just going to suggest, uh, I'm going to make a suggestion while I'm, while I'm thinking about it, Jason. Uh, this bit isn't going to be in the podcast. And I, I think perhaps that this whole prattle station section should just be uh, recorded and put out as like a bonus thing. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm being serious because so me. It, 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 it should just be its own little thing if, if, if it's going to be 20 minutes, um, yeah. which it just to, was. So, I To be fair, we also, um, before Rich turned up, actually had quite a decent in-depth discussion about um, Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, Come on. Yeah, I, didn't record, I didn't record that, though. Were you not recording? Focus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We've got an hour left.